Hi, my name is Kate McGaw. I am a certified scrum trainer and agile coach and the CEO of Arclight Agile, based out in the West Coast in Los Angeles. So thank you for joining us today. And I'm Ryan Smith. I'm a certified product owner, certified scrum master, and a certified scrum professional for being said scrum master. So welcome. And today we are talking about accountability. Accountability in Scrum. We talk about it a lot, but it's uh, it's one of these things that I feel it's like, oh, and over there, there's accountability. It kind of <laughs> auto-magically takes care of itself. Like, And people will hold each other accountable. It's like, so when Kate said, what should we talk about? I said, let's talk about accountability. How do we hold people accountable? So let's start with the basics. What, what in a professional setting, mm-hmm. what is accountability? So we've got three, I feel, three different types of accountability. So accountability to me is taking ownership. So personal accountability is taking ownership for what you do as an individual. Team accountability is the team taking ownership of what they've done. And I also feel that there's leadership accountability, and that is leadership taking ownership. Um, for for what they've done and what they're about to do. So I think there are three different types with, with personal and team and leadership. And the thing, the crossover with Scrum and accountability, and this is why the Scrum Guide was changed in 2020 version. So we talk about the Scrum Master accountabilities, the product owner accountabilities. It used to be responsibilities, but it is accountability. So the product owner is accountable for making sure there's a vision and a roadmap and making sure we have good product backlog items and things like that. Doesn't mean that they have to do all of that, but they are accountable for making sure it is done. We may have some analysts on the team who are responsible for doing writing some of the product backlog items. But the accountability, you can transfer the responsibility, but you cannot transfer the accountability. Mm. As a product owner, I am accountable for making sure that there are good user stories within the sprint. So the Scrum Master is accountable for making sure that the team is doing good scrum and they're not um, skipping any of the events and things like that. So I think it's an important distinction between responsibility and accountability um, in that accountability can't be transferred. The person that the in our scrum environment, our product owner or scrum master or our developers have various different things that they are accountable for. The other thing about Scrum and accountability is that Scrum is built into the entire um, Scrum framework. We hold each other personally accountable in our daily Scrum. Everyone is, is, whether you use the traditional three questions, this is what I did yesterday, this is what I'm doing today, and these are my roadblocks, or whether you use some other questions like what are we doing in the next 24 hours to help achieve the sprint goal what opportunities for learning are there in the next 24 hours whatever you do from a question point of view in daily scrum it is still us holding the team members holding each other accountable for what they've what they've done and what they're going to do let me just let me just stop there because that's a big important point yeah 
Because in many ways, accountability can sound like, here's the things I, you know, like you said, <laughs> the product owner doesn't have to write all of the user stories, mm -hmm. but they have, they are accountable for making sure that they get written and that they're prioritized on the backlog. They might not actually be the ones sitting down and opening a ticket in JIRA, but it's, it's their responsibility. It's their accountability to make sure that gets done. Yeah. When people do not take care of their accountabilities, say I'm a developer, you know, I'm a front-end developer, I'm waiting for my back-end developer to finish their piece. What is the mechanism when they don't meet that accountability? They don't give me what I need to do my work and they put the sprint in jeopardy. So like you, you, you know, you were just saying, we're in the daily scrum. How do we hold each other accountable then? If somebody is not meeting those what is the real mechanism? What's a practical mechanism for teams to say, rather than we don't want to shame people, mm -hmm. but we need them to understand that. Yeah. And, and I think there's a way to bring things up without shaming people. So if I'm, I'm waiting on something from you, Ryan, I can say I'm roadblocked on this. I know Ryan's busy working on other stuff at the moment. So I'm waiting. I'm going to get this from him. I'll get with him later on today and see if there's anything I can do to help with it. I'm not throwing you under the bus, but you know that I am roadblocked waiting for you to do it. Or I'm waiting for some work to come in. Ryan, I'll get with you afterwards. In the meantime, who needs me to help with something else? So there is a way to do it without throwing each other under the bus. And, and probably I've met with you outside. I'm not meeting once a day in daily scrum. I'm sort of texting you, I'm emailing you, I'm slacking you, whatever I do to basically say, hey, Ryan, anything I can do to help with this? I know you're busy, but this is a, I've become roadblocked with what I'm doing. Right. So I think it's communication. Right. Because, you know, when people come to the Daily Scrum and they say, I'm blocked by X. Yeah. And as a Scrum Master, I want to be like, oh, is it an external person? Is it a, mm -hmm. a thing you're waiting for? Is it, you know, these keys? What is it you need that I can help with? But if they're blocked by a team member. Yeah. I'm not done. He, they are not done with that API. And I yeah. cannot build widget X until I get that API. Hey, developer x what's going on oh well you know i'll get it to you later i'm I, i'm i'm working on it i'll 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 have it this afternoon and that's where i'm always i i always counsel people like beware the mini commitments yeah because yeah. those can so easily be broken it's just one of those things that like just be honest with people mm -hmm. but how do we you know because it's like okay well they say they're going to get it to us this afternoon and then it's sort of like we're stuck. And I think one of the key things is we're not waiting to daily scrum to bring, bring these things up. Agreed. So you mentioning in our, or someone mentioning it in daily scrum is not a surprise to anyone. Yes. So I've talked to, to Ryan. He says he'll have it to me this afternoon. So I anticipate that this will be done by tomorrow and then I'll pick up something else. And right. then when the next day you're saying, I know Ryan had a roadblock and he didn't manage to get it to me. So we're working on getting it done today. That is us holding each other accountable in, in the daily scrum. Right. Right. And I, I tell people that, you know, that's one of the things I sort of counsel my team. Don't wait for the daily mm -hmm. scrum. Yeah. If you are blocked after this meeting, waiting 24 hours for this meeting. It's not productive. It's not yeah. productive. That's like, I, we can't sort of have you like reach out to me. 
yeah reach out to each other say hey you promised me this this afternoon or like you said is there anything i can do to help but it's that i think there are definitely i have worked with team members that will wait till the next day yeah and then it, and they'll just lose 24 hours yeah and you're just like yeah. So, and I mean, that's all part of the, the second type of accountability, which is the team accountability. How how are we accountable as a team for supporting each other and taking ownership as a team of clearing roadblocks and helping each other be as effective as we can? Because we as a team are accountable for delivering the product or service at the end of the sprint. Our product owner doesn't much care if, if the coders did their bit, but the testers didn't do their bit. It's not mm. done. Yep. So the, the team as a whole is taking ownership, hopefully, of the delivery within the sprint. And that's why the, the sprint review at the end of the sprint is the team taking ownership for this is what we completed this sprint. And even if we did not achieve anything in the sprint, we should still be holding the sprint review so that we are saying, okay, stakeholders, this is what we planned to do last sprint. However, we didn't get any of it finished. These are the priority items that our product owner has moved to the next sprint. This is what the plan is for the next sprint. Here's where we're tracking against our overall release plan. We'll see you next month or next week or in two weeks. But I think that it's sounds the, like the worst. That sounds like the worst event I would have ever abs, attended. Abs, hey, we didn't get any of this stuff done. <laughs> absolutely. But there's a reason we didn't. So if you do, if you skip the sprint review, people will fill in the gap themselves. Mm. Whereas if you have the sprint review and you say to people, this is going to be a, a quick 15 minute sprint review. And you can say, look, this is what happened. This is why it happened. And everyone knows, okay, well, they got a load of maintenance and support issues or servers went down, whatever it is. Then it's reassuring them that we have a plan for going forward. Mm. So I, I think it's all part of taking ownership and having the accountability as a team and mm -hmm. We're trying to build that cadence. We're trying to make sure our business partners trust us. And if we're not honest about what's going on, they're never they're not going to trust us. Right. They'll think we're trying right. to hide something. Right. That's that's the key. I always say yeah. that to people is, mm -hmm. is that every successful sprint buys you freedom. Yeah. Because they yeah. know they don't you you do what you say you're gonna do. Yeah. You meet your commitments. And even if something like we got in there. And we realize that like, oh, we'd never been in this part of the code. We can't uh -huh. even remotely do this thing. The sooner we report that back up the chain to say, you know, that story we took in, it's not possible at this time. Or yeah. it's going to be a giant project. We have taken ownership of that and reported our findings and said, so I, I always find that like that's that it's not the same thing as being successful at it. But you didn't try and hide yeah. and mm -hmm. you didn't try. You just immediately were like, we got in there and here are the things we did not know. Or, you know, we got in there and we blew up somebody else's thing. So that's yeah. like so brittle. We can't touch it. Now this is a business decision. Do we rebuild it from scratch? Yeah. Do we, you know, so that's it's visibility. A, it's transparency it's visibi and visibility. It's, 
And that, that isn't that at the core of the whole thing, like make your work visible to people, yep. the scrum mm -hmm. board here, yep. you know, here's what we're working on. Nothing more, nothing less. Yeah. That's that. one, one of the ways that the team is going to be able to focus is mm -hmm. making sure that there is visibility yes. to make sure that people um, understand what has been worked on, what's still coming down the line, what the roadblocks are and things like that. And what they're, and again, there's the distinction between the word responsible, responsibility and accountable. Yeah. What they're responsible for in the sprint. As yeah. a team, we committed to these things. Mm -hmm. Only this work. I, yeah. again, I, I sound like a broken record. I always say to people, if it's not on this board, yeah, we're not working on it. Doesn't exist. If it's not, in our, if it's not in our sprint backlog, it shouldn't exist for this there, sprint. There's no shadow work. Yeah. There's yeah. no like, oh, and in the background, we're working on this project. No, no, no. If it's not on this board, we're not doing it for yeah. doing, we're not doing it. So this is what you're responsible for mm -hmm. in this sprint. You're accountable for getting your work done and unblocking people and and but your the the responsibility is ticket X. Yeah, the responsibility is the work. And then as a team, we are accountable for getting yes. the work finished within this sprint oh yeah i like that i like that see that that allows us to sort of you know separate out those two terms yeah mm -hmm. and and really make that clear distinction and you have to hope that the power i mean i guess this is my question at the end of the day you have to hope that your team members want to do their best work yeah and 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 don't want their team to fail or look mm -hmm. bad or they don't want to look bad themselves because that's going to just eventually become a performance review that yep. they don't want to hear yeah i mean and we will see that fairly i mean fairly soon into the team's life cycle do mm. we have a group of team members that are have personal accountability because mm -hmm. if they have personal accountability we're almost certainly going to have team accountability but right. if we have pe uh, several people on the team who don't care, aren't accountable for work they've committed to do, then mm. that's going to affect the entire team. Right. Because they're right. they're not pulling their weight. And then maybe your our sprint retrospective at the end is how can we all better support each other? How can we have better team accountability? All of that is something that we could retrospect at the end of the sprint to make sure that we are doing the best we can. And I mean, and also even coming out of the retro, and we've talked about this in the past, we've talked about taking one or two items out of the retrospective to do differently for, for next time. And again, we're we're making them visible. We're maybe breaking them down into tasks, but we're holding each other accountable for getting them resolved in the next sprint. So maybe we're checking in with each other every day. Maybe we've added them to our scrum board. Okay, mm -hmm. how are we doing with these items from our retrospective? Um, we're holding each other accountable for making sure that it isn't, oh, we talked about it, we're putting it away and we're never gonna, we, we don't worry about it. Right. And I think that's that it's easy to say something and then people go off and they just yep. fall into those old habits. But but as a sort of aside, because I was thinking about what Anu said when we were talking about refinement. Yeah. And, and I think you backed her up like one or two 
tickets refined and sized and ready to go in a sprint, that's a lot for mm -hmm. a refinement meeting. Do we think it's one, maybe two items out of a retro is what you should sort of yes, ab like. Absolutely. Otherwise, if you leave with a laundry list yes. of things that didn't go well and you want to do differently, none of them get done. So when I'm doing retrospectives with teams, I always suggest one or two items mm -hmm. and we treat it like it's a user story or a backlog item. We decompose it down into all of the tasks that need to be done to complete this item. And then we're going to make it visible. And then we're going to hold each other accountable for making sure that all of these tasks are done so that when we go into our retrospective at the end of the next sprint, the same items aren't coming up again. So right. I, I think what's interesting is that the Scrum Guide changed, obviously, um, 2020 to, from roles and responsibilities to accountabilities. Mm -hmm. And that accountabilities, accountability is built in throughout the, the Scrum process. I mean, we've talked about it as part of the daily Scrum. We've talked about it as part of the review. We've talked about it as part of the retrospective. We talked in our last podcast about the refinement um, activity. And as a team, we are accountable for making sure that the items are refined and ready to pull into sprint planning. In sprint planning, the team is accountable for committing to what it is they're going to do within the sprint and how they're going to do it. So they're accountable for making sure that there is a sprint backlog with a sprint goal when we leave sprint planning. Right, I, I like what you said. I wanna go back to what you said before. Like if you have personal accountability, Mm -hmm. and ownership, then that's going to build team accountability and yeah. ownership. If you have a, a group of people working together and they all have that individual ownership, then that will bake in the team ownership. Yeah. What about at the leadership level? What and does I accountability think, look like for them? And accountability at the leadership level is taking ownership for protecting our scrum teams it's taking ownership for well this is what our scrum teams did they are trying experiments and that's okay that that is is my i'm going to as part of my leadership accountability i'm going to provide them the air cover that they need we need to make sure that we have things like psychological safety. And so I am accountable as a leader for making sure my scrum teams have the environment they need. I'm accountable for making sure that they are protected, that they can experiment, they can try things, that they have psychological safety, that they have the correct members on the team, that they have the support that they need from leadership. It's me being honest as a leader. It's me being transparent as a leader, but ultimately having taking ownership and responsibility for a good, agile environment for my teams to be working in. Right. And it's just that, again, it's that taking ownership and being the, the, the look, the buck stops with me. I'm yeah. the one that gave them that ability to do that thing. That's yep. what they needed. I take responsibility for it. Yeah, and it, it's building that in 
It's building accountability into the entire leadership. It's making sure that it's not just me holding myself accountable. It's the other leaders in the organization are doing the same thing. We're all accountable as leaders for the people who actually report to us. And we're, we're meant to be building a culture in the environment a culture in our organization where we are communicating our goals and we're making sure that everyone's on the same page with alignment and focus. And it's as leaders, it's taking responsibility when things go wrong. If something goes wrong at the team level, I'm not blaming my team. I take accountability for that as a leader, Mm -hmm. but then I also give credit when my team does particularly well, but I've got, to provide that sort of air cover for my team so that they feel safe trying things. Yes. Safe trying things. Yep. The way that Scrum is supposed to be done. Yeah. And it's, I mean, one of the key things is uh, where where accountability falls down is when if, if as leaders, we don't set clear goals for our teams. So if we are holding them accountable, but we've never actually specified what the goals are. So if our our goal for our team is that they, in sprint planning, will commit to doing the work that they feel they can do, that they will decompose it down into tasks and they will do their their, um, sprint cycle, and that is the goal, then we need to be clear about what we're expecting out of the team. Right. I think... Sometimes in some, I think, older organizations that try Scrum, though, they can feel like they have to keep changing their accountabilities and they've got to change what our goals are. It's just like, well, it's the third quarter, so you need all new goals. And it's just like, not really. (laughs) My goals are kind of the same, you know, keeping my team on track, you know, getting them through their, like all these things that I'm accountable for, like, Mm -hmm. Just because it's the third quarter, why do you feel like the need to like think something new up? Yeah. I think for a scrum master, I'm not sure my world changes that much quarter to quarter. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Like if my team is chugging along and doing well and producing, do you have to think up something for me to do? You yeah. know, isn't what I'm doing sort of successful enough that you mm-hmm. So that, sorry, that might be a bit of an aside. I'm sorry if I took Yeah, no, 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 that's fine. And I was just pondering as you were talking. So we, we've talked about ways that, that leaders demonstrate accountability. We've talked about protecting the team and psychological safety and things like that. We've talked about making sure there are clear goals and values. And, and it's all coming back, a lot of it, to communication. Um, It's coming back to making sure we are listening to our team members, making sure we're having good communication with our team members, making sure that we are taking ownership for our own actions and of our teams if we need to. But it's also things about sort of it's in, in it's investing in our people. It's showing empathy. It's being able to delegate and and grow members on our teams. All of that, to me, is coming into accountability as a leader. That seems like a pretty good place to stop, unless you have a final thought. No, I just I think my final thought would be is that accountability is very much built into our Scrum framework. 
Thank you for joining us today. You will find us on Twitter at Arclight Agile. You will also find us on LinkedIn at forward slash Arclight Agile. So share your thoughts with us on this episode and send us any topics you'd like us to discuss in the future.